Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. It is hour three, Friday edition of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We decided to uh, start a new segment a few weeks ago. Basically called Who's Listening? Who's Listening? And every uh, week we pick a different category of listener. We've done farmers. We've done uh, people who work with animals. We have done long-haul drivers. Yep. We've done Wisconsinites. That's right. Wow, we've been doing this a while. Now, today we do prison people. And let us expand this uh, <laughs> a, a little bit. We like the alliteration of prison people. But if you work in a uh, correctional facility, uh, high security, low security, maximum security, whatever. Uh, maybe you're a warden. Maybe you work administratively there. Uh, if you work in sort of like the, the under the umbrella of crime and punishment, yeah. which I think was even a book. I think you're right, Steve. I think it's a, a pretty popular book. Name the author. I can't. All right. Um, 651-641-1071. Uh, you can call now, and we just like to know, oh, who are you? What do you do in this field? And maybe we'll have a little follow-up question or two if we, we have a uh, curious bone in our body. We did get some emails. Yeah, let me start with this one. It's very interesting. Uh, hi, Donna and Steve. I was a volunteer at the Shakopee Women Prison for five years just prior to COVID. Hmm. I led a Bible study there, hmm. and I loved spending time with the inmates uh, who attended. We had about 75 women, got to know them. It's a high-security prison with women who've uh, committed minor offenses to major felonies and murder. Oh, wow. But it was an amazing experience to um, come alongside these women and just to let them know that they are loved and worthy and that there is hope for their lives. That's a really beautiful thing. Yes, they can get an education, job training, counseling, um, spiritual um, uh, groups, drug treatment, exercise. Wow. You know, it's still a prison, but, you know, that's I like that. That's a nice message. Yeah, no kidding. Wow, that's cool. Um, Jody. Nice. Now we got a couple of uh, calls we do. coming in. Who shall we go to first? What do you say, Mike? Let's go with Faith. Right. Hey, Faith, welcome to the Donna and Steve show. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? We're doing really great. So it is uh, Who's Listening? We've called this prison people because we like the alliterative nature of it. But in the world of, like, kind of crime and punishment and correctional facilities, all that, what do you do? I work between the Department of Corrections and the courts, and when someone is sentenced to prison, I review all that information, and then I bring them into the prison system on paper. Really? Oh, wow. So I would never, I don't even think of the administrative side of it, but is it just like loads of paperwork just do you are you inputting personal information here's a kind of biographical stuff of who this person is so we know who's in uh this facility or is it documenting you know crimes and making sure that the charges are all correct all of the above oh boy yep. hmm. and do you like you just work in a normal office building with other people who do the same line of work as you yeah yeah um it's it's in Fairbo at the prison 
Oh, yeah. Um, at the prison in Faribault, which is the largest in the state. It houses 2,200 men all the way from um, minimum work release custody up to, um, you know, men who are serving life in prison for, for different types of crimes. Wow. Um, but the information that I put is for the entire state. Oh, Got it. Oh, that's so fascinating. Can I ask one follow-up question here? So when you say you work at the uh, in Faribault, do you work at the prison? Like, is there a wing of the prison that is just administrative, like, cubicles? There is. Um, huh. I, I actually work from home now. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there are there are administrative buildings um, where it's, you know, there's offices for huh. finance, for records, for sure. this type of thing, for the wardens, for the warden assistants. Yep. Very interesting. Yep. And then there's the, the housing for the, the men who live here. Oh, got it. Okay. We're learning. This is why we do thank this. You, we Faith. like to learn some of this. Faith, thank you so much. Thanks for calling. Thank you for uh, listening and the work that you do. Uh, I got one here from, let's call her Mary today. Mary? She, she worked in the corrections field as an officer, case manager, and probation parole agent. Um, so, long story short, she overheard, when Ian and Marjorie worked here, she overheard one of the prisoners telling the a joke that they told oh. that morning to the other prisoner and said, there's no way that that was a, a coincidence um, because they're allowed to have radios in their, in their cells. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, just kind of another interesting listener who works in corrections. I, I think we got Heidi standing by. Heidi, welcome to the Don and Steve experience. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? We're doing really good. Uh, this is who's listening prison people. What do you do? Um, well, I actually was in prison for three years, from 2017 to two, 2019. Oh my gosh, this is this is wild. Or what are you comfortable sharing about why you had to spend a few years in prison? Well, I'm a recovering drug addict, so they were all drug related crimes. I've been mm. sober now for almost a year. Good, so, great, that's great. Good that's that's that is awesome to hear. Um, let me ask a, a question or two here uh, for those of us who have never been inside of a prison or a jail of any sort. Um, what's maybe a, a misnomer about it? Maybe you thought one thing going in and now you're like, wait, I'm in here. This doesn't meet my expectations. Um, I guess the people that I met there, I met some of my best friends, like of my whole life that, um, Whoa. going in there after being there. And I thought it was going to be a lot scarier going in and it really, it's just a bunch of girls. Like a community. <laughs> hanging out for lack of better terms, but so well, it's not, it's really, it's, it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. I would also imagine that, um, and thanks for being willing to talk about this. Yeah. I would imagine mm-hmm. that there is a, you know, on the outside, so to speak. There, We're all holding up some level of aversion of ourselves. When you find yourself in prison, you, I would think, are going to be really authentic, really quick with people because you're all there after what was arguably the lowest moment of your life that led you there. And so does it free you up relationally to just be like, we're both messed up and we all are, whether we're inside or out, but then you can just more authentically lead with that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get to know people really well because you are with them almost 24 hours a day, especially Mm. like your cellmate or your roommate. Mm -hmm. Um, You get to know those people really, really well, and that's how I form some of the closest friendships that I form. All right, I have a really uh, probably sensitive question. Do you you have to, like, you know, in the movies you always see a jail cell and then you see a toilet. Sure. Do you have to Mm -hmm. do all of that, like, out in the open? 
Um, well, in the like two man cells, there's it's there's like a little door okay. for it. So you're not like just out in the open, but it still is pretty pretty <laughs> open personal. Got but, it. But um, for the bigger ones, because um, there's four four and six person cells too, there's an actual bathroom that you go in. Okay, got it. Oh, yeah. thank you so much for calling, Heidi. Yeah, thanks for calling. Yeah. Thanks for listening too. And hey, congratulations on almost a year of clean living. Keep going, okay? Thank you so much. All right, much love. Bye. Uh, let's see. Really interesting. This is so fascinating. Let's see what Sue has to say. We'll let her have the last word. Hey, Sue, welcome to the John and Steve experience. How are you? Sue, can you hear us? She's listening to the radio. Sue, turn your radio down. Uh, (laughs) Give it a second. Give it a second. Let's all just painfully wait through this. Okay. Hey, Sue, turn your radio down. Okay. Turn your radio down for us. Oh, right. That Sue. feels appropriate. All right, let me uh, read this. I'm not going to say this person's name, but uh, she was with a guy who went to prison, and she stayed with him long enough to marry him while he was in prison. Marry? And then divorced him a couple of years later while also in he was in prison. That's wow. pretty interesting. You could do a docu-series on that. Right? I think it's already a reality show. Wow. I think. Mm. All right. Could you do a reality show on like prison romance? I think there is one. What's it called? Yes, it's called uh, not Life After Lockup. Love. Oh, love, love in lockup or love in lockup. Love. love yeah, so they're falling in love. Why? Love in lockup. Love What's it lockup? called? Love uh, and love after lockup. There we go. What love after lockup. Huh. Okay. Wow. Fascinating. Thank you, everybody, so yeah. much for the calls and the emails. That's fascinating. That's great. And we all learned a little something there. Absolutely. A, it's a fun little curious segment. Um, that being said, we're out of time. We will take a break. Donna found a list that we, we had a different study where, <laughs> that we'll do a little bit later in the show, but she was like, oh, we need to talk about this. There are some telltale signs that a tourist abroad is an American. How they're spotting us out in the <laughs> wild. We'll get into that when we return. It's done. And Steve on my talk. Coming off of that segment about uh, who's listening in corrections uh, leads me into a story about a law firm. Uh, Bradshaw and Bryant, great law firm. You know, Minnesota is known as the land of 10,000 lakes. And of course, boating is super popular. Um, So now is the time to really be aware of how to stay safe on the water because accidents still do happen because anyone can operate a watercraft as boating doesn't require a driver's license. And Accidents are typically caused by inexperienced boaters or mechanical problems or boating under the influence. That is a big one. And keep in mind, an intoxicated boater is 10 times more susceptible to being hurt or killed than sober drivers. It's a good reminder. And if someone is injured as a result of another person's negligence, you definitely want to contact an attorney with specific knowledge and experience like Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant. You could set up a free consultation very easily by going to MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. That song didn't need to be remade. Just saying. Yeah. I kind of like his voice, though. And I like the song. Yeah, he's is great. good. Tracy he's Chapman. really good. But... I heard Tracy Chapman's version yesterday, and I was like, yeah, this did not even need to be touched. You know, I'm going to disagree with you, though. Okay, that's, I, and that's I really fair. like Tracy Chapman's song, okay. but this is good. 
this little rasp situation. Okay. I think it's I like me voice. some Luke. I think I like Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. You like Chris? Like Chris. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I believe those two guys you mentioned, Chris, or I should say Luke and Morgan, uh, one and three on the Billboard charts right now. Wow. Oh, really? Two country artists wow. uh, sitting one and two, on three you on the Hot 100. People country love country music in the summer. Especially. You are right. It does not hit the same in winter. You're right about yeah. that. Correction. One and two now. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Who's, who's got number one? Uh, last night from Morgan Wallen, which you'll also hear as we yeah. come back sometimes. Yes. And then Fast Car from Luke Holmes is number two. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. There's a song called Human that I really like. Do you know who that is, Mike? Human. Hmm. Oh, it's so good. What were the other really great Tracy Chapman songs? I think my sister had like a Tracy Chapman you greatest hits. You can call hits. me, uh, call me anytime. Wait, um, you ain't yeah. gonna call me. I can't think. Wait, give me I'm one saying. reason. Yeah, there it yeah. is. And I turn her back around. Didn't she also do? Nope. Um. Oh, and that jelly roll is so good too. Yeah. Talking about a revolution, I think is that one too. Uh, yeah, yeah that yeah. is absolutely. Anyway, we digress. Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's Donna and Steve. Hi, guys. I'm Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. Uh, hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going? Hey, everybody. So this is really fun. I know I clicked on clickbait, but I came across a list of telltale ways to pick out an American um, when traveling. <laughs> yes, the American tourist. Okay. All right. I, we don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to fly through these. Eating sweet food for breakfast. Hmm. Apparently, most other countries. They go savory? Yes. Salads and savory dishes are often served for breakfast. Salads? Yes. I don't want that. Maybe it's a potato mixed up salad thing. There's all That's kinds of salads. a great menu description there. No, no, that is not <laughs> all right. what they're implying. I I don't believe this one. Socks with sandals is a total giveaway that someone's American. Do we do that a lot here? It sounds like we do it a lot there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We're in Greece and we, we do that. I also notice a lot of um, younger people doing it now. Yeah. Like the slides, like yeah. slide sandals. And it's then almost like ironically like or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, only Americans wear shorts in the cold. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So, uh, okay. they say that's one of the most obvious signs someone is a tourist. Um in some countries, cold may be in the upper 60s, um, and locals might think it's cold. Sure. Where us, we would be like, oh, it's so warm. Um, thinking that everything, including stores, will be open conveniently late. Oh, yeah, we do like a late thing. I, I, I feel personally offended when a place is closed. Really? That's funny. Yeah, I'm like, what, what gives you the right? In many other countries... <laughs> Like Europe, uh, Europe, like in Europe, stores close like six o'clock. 
you can't just pop out to the store and run some errands at nine o'clock. You have to play. Uh, you have to, uh, you know, plan. Yeah. They sure. say it's 6 p.m. in many countries. You know what a bad feeling is when you are traveling and uh, maybe not abroad, but just even you arrive at an airport and it's like you arrive at 10.08 and you're just starving and all the restaurants aren't open are closed. Yet. They're closed in the airport. I little agree. Convenient. The Hudson newsstand, they've yeah. got their clink, 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 all the way yeah. down to the ground. And then there's like one Starbucks open and the line is like two miles long. Yes. Oh my gosh. You are the queen of hearts. Thank you. Also, um, having lots of pride in our flag. Uh, Most countries don't wear their flag on their clothing. They would rather keep the flags for, you know, above the Supreme Court or government buildings. And some people in different countries find it offensive to put a flag on an article of clothing. Oh. I think the Brits do it a lot. Leave them out of this. All right, sorry. They tried up. to dominate us. That's right. And we rose up. We're independent. Rise up, lights. Also, wearing tall white socks shows you're an American. That just shows you're a dad. It just shows you're out of touch with fashion. There she went. Thank you. Uh, here are some others. Um, wearing tall white socks. Smiling at strangers. Uh. Is an American thing. Oh, hi. We're happy, though. We're on vacation. That's true. We're like, oh, look at you. We're looking at them as though they're sculptures in a museum. It is extremely common for Americans to smile at people they don't know. Sometimes it's even considered to be rude. Okay. If you see a stranger smiling at you in the streets of Paris or Milan, chances are very high that it's an American tourist. (laughs) Uh, Here's a couple more. Uh, thinking everyone will just understand or speak English, telltale sign you're an American. Yeah. Google Translate will help with that. Yes. It, it It is certainly the most international language, but you can't make that assumption. They suggest, and by they, I mean these people who put out this list, <laughs> that you maybe learn a little bit of the language because an effort goes a long way. Sure, sure. Some others, uh, baseball caps. Ah. That's an American thing. Okay, interesting, yeah. Baseball's a very American sport and one that is played in very few countries outside of the U.S. Interesting. So wearing a baseball hat is a telltale sign that you are an American. Striking up a random conversation with literally anyone, (laughs) that is on the list. Um, Hey, we're friendly. What can we say, right? Half of this list just sounds curmudgeon-y. It kind of does. I bet the French put this one out. Smiling at someone. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Not speaking our language. Uh, and finally, Hawaiian shirts. Mm. Hawaiian shirts. Mm. Who doesn't love a good Hawaiian shirt, right? They're bright. They're colorful. Easy to spot in a crowd. They've become more and more popular and more trendly, uh, trendy lately, but they still say that that is very much an American thing. There I wish go. they made them with a better neck situation I and do a little too. more form-fitting. Yeah. I don't like wearing a tent. It's like wearing a bowling shirt. Like, yes. yes, come on, taper me a little. Yeah, what are we putting all this work in for? Right? Taper the bejesus out of my clothes. Well, well it's that time. so hard. Sorry. All right. All right. Now you're getting weird. That's my bad. All right. Uh, I think Rocco's joining us when we come back. Oh, yeah. Slow Jam. 
Was he able to find something stupid that we said and slow it down to half speed to make fun of us? We'll find out next. Is indeed Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. I encourage you to do what I did, and that was lose up to a pound of fat a day. Results may vary, but it really did happen to me. I started out right around St. Patrick's Day on the MNFatLoss.com program in the high 190s. I am still in the high 160s. That's about 30 pounds, people. I, even I can do that math. And I did it without exercising, without counting calories, without eating prepackaged meals. I ate things I liked. And now that I'm in what they call the maintenance phase of the program, I can mix in a cheat day every now and then. And I'm not going to lose the plot. You know what I'm saying? I'm still going to maintain that weight and I'm feeling great. You too could do it. And guess what? You could save $200 if you go to mnfatloss.com, get that free consultation, sign up by July 30th, mnfatloss.com. We're almost there, guys. Oh, what are yeah. We we're, uh, we're next up on the water slide, you yeah, know, waiting are. at the water park. Oh, can't wait. About to land in the pool yeah, of a holiday it. weekend yes. and a week off. Two weeks for you. I had a scheduled vacation mm. after. Don't give me that. Ugh. What are you doing? I'm going to um, Florida. Mm. Midsummer, they say, is a great time to go to oh, Florida. Oh, yeah. It sounds like it's going to be not hot at all. Um, yeah, and I am going to a one of those big vacation houses. Oh, sure. But with my wife's side of the family. Oh, that's fun. In celebration of my father-in-law's 75th birthday. Oh, fun. So it's a family reunion there. Um, nice. Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. But yeah, it just so happened to come up after the um, newly mandated vacation time. And so I was like, yeah. uh, this is bad timing. But yeah, uh, you work. know, what do you do? Same thing. I, my you niece is getting married after the next week. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, so we'll have a couple days of Maddie B and Kelly. Should we reach out to them today and confirm? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Oh, Matt has confirmed. I haven't confirmed with Kelly. I guess we could do this off the air, huh? Look what, what? time it is. Oh, my gosh. Look at the clock. This guy again. What's up, Rocco? Who invited him? There's something wrong with Rocco. What do you want, Rocco? What time is it? It's Rocco Clock. What are you guys doing? Oh, you wow. know, we're playing. We're just trying to have a good time. Yeah. Hey, we talked we're earlier solid. when you sent the uh, Ed Sheeran ticket oh, right. update. Yeah. I went and started looking around. There was like a, there's a kind of a 4th of July special. I need to f- see if my daughter likes Ed Sheeran. I don't know if she knows him or not. Maybe I should talk to my daughter more. But um, I, uh, I'd i be interested to take her to that concert. Yeah, I got some sort of email today that there's a discounted ticket thing going yeah. on. Um, I also saw there was a discounted ticket thing going on for the shows at Target Field in a couple of weeks. I I bought a ticket to see The Killers with the Flaming Lips and Death oh. Cab for Cutie. Oh, wow. Dude. How about that? Imagine Dragons are playing the next oh, night. Oh, fun. Wow. At Target Everybody. Field, back Target to back? Target Field, back to back. It's like a they use Friday the same Saturday night. Stage? I guess. I don't know how that works. You would assume know. so, right? They're not going to tear it all down just for... I don't know, but if, if it's the killer stage and they're going to Omaha the next day... You're right. I don't know, man. This life is too much. It's going to be the summer of fun concerts. 
Um. Oh yeah. Yes, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Donna's been pretty good at that today. Just letting things. You know, hang. Not, it's vacation time, man. I'm just excited for myself. I'm gonna be on vacation in Kansas City next weekend, and Ooh, the, the Taylor, yeah. the Taylor Swift caravan is rolling into town. I get to experience that fun uh, zeitgeist all over again. Yay, That's kind of fun. You'll be able to like turn on the local news and see where people are getting all jazzed about it and stuff like that. Yeah. We just read a report this morning about. It was like the hotels have never been as booked as they were, it seems, last weekend. It was just right. booming with people needing places to stay. Yeah. I'm glad I Almost booked mine capacity. for the indoor soccer tournament months ago. Nice, Way to go, Anyways, um, do you guys want to hear a slow jam? I can were you able to find anything? Oh, yeah. it was. Uh, we kind of knew it right in the moment that it was oh. going to happen. In fact, uh, you'll hear me call it out right here, right now in the slow jam. I'm going to slow things down. That's right, we're going to slow things down for the lovers out there. This is the Donna and Steve Slow Jam. Oh, I got a question. You're fired. Huh? What? How far do you think your eye can see? I don't know. From here to Rocco? (laughs) Even he's a little blurry. Is it crazy at all? That we can see the moon and the sun and Mars that are millions and millions of miles away. Isn't that kind of crazy? It's kind of crazy, Steve. Why can we see that far? Yeah. Yet, we can't read the menu. (laughs) Okay. The same eye, Doc. Great question. Why don't you ask an eye doctor? So that was her way of showing disinterest in what I was talking about. <laughs> no. Please call us. Yeah, call in, because you'll probably be part of this week's slow jam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Come on, man. That was a legit thing for me. Why can we see the sun and moon, man? But we can't, like, read the menu. Come on, bro. Think about that. Who called Rocco? Um, you know, it's not a doctor, but it is. Alan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so. Alan no. knows stuff. In space, the reason you can see so far is because you're not actually seeing far. Uh, you're seeing the light that's traveling towards you, which is actually the past. Right. Bro. It takes time. Oh, man. when you look into the sky. And actually, technically, <laughs> we're always visually seeing in the past because it does take, <laughs> even if it's 
minutes of a second. It takes time for your brain to process what you're seeing. Okay. Is there anything you want to say in slow motion, Alan? Yeah, let's try. Let's yes, just explain. I don't know if Alan understood the assignment there for speaking in slow motion. I just meant to say anything because we'll slow it down. But then he opted to say it in slow motion in the moment. And he said the word slow motion. That's meta. Oh, yeah. Maybe we were high. Wow, man. There is that dispensary across the street. I'm saying. You keep saying that. I don't see any dispensary. No, it's like where the barber used to be. Yeah, it is where the barber used to work. It's what called barber? the Watchtower. There uh, used to be a bar. There, was a, there are businesses on the other side of the street, Donna. Yeah, there used to be a drugstore. You probably went there for your old lady pills and stuff. <laughs> Rude. Um, oh, my God. I know there's restaurants and stuff, but I, I don't think I've ever seen... Oh, yeah, that restaurant gosh. hasn't been there in about two years. All right, well, and then there's COVID-19. the uh, endoscopy the place. Oh, I don't know which side of the street you guys are talking about. Who cares? Whatever. Yeah, you suck. Thank uh, you. Did you see that other thing? Speaking of Prospect Park, Minneapolis, have you? Did you see the picture I sent you? Oh with yeah, some turkeys trying to get into church. Oh. Hey man, <laughs> I love it. All are welcome. All are welcome. Wow, um, there's yeah, some wild just... turkeys that live in the neighborhood. They're so that was vicious. that was nearby, huh? Yeah, just over there by the by the watchtower, by the water tower. Wait, by the witch's hat? Yeah, really? right by there. There's a little church right there. There's a school. My kid went to pre-K there. Oh, really? We should go to yeah. church sometime. All after, right, I would uh, love to. After work, that's really right. exciting. Yeah, yeah. These turkeys, turkeys there. you know, they're turkeys. Wild. Yeah, don't mess with the turkey, right? They'll they're like the mafia like, members of the do? bird community. They don't community. even have like hands or anything. <laughs> like, what? What are they? They're just gonna move their neck at you. I bet you, if it was you versus a turkey. Oh yeah, no, I. You would down. get dominated by a turkey. You know, and these geese. Geese. It's always interesting with the little goslings that are born. Yeah, Gosl- they, they try to. Gosling? I'm not going to play. Ryan Gosling? <laughs> That's Wait. funny you say that because the, the turkey was walking around. Or there was like three or four turkeys, you know. And one of them was being followed around by like a little, you know, songbird. Oh. Like, are you my mommy? Oh. It was quite a day for turkeys. Or maybe that was like a seductive thing where they were like, hey, listen, we're, we're both in the bird kingdom. <laughs> I know there's oh a God. size differential, but so be it. Do you want to see my cloaca? Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? The, the, the little thing down I there? I can't remember. Didn't the we go over this like, before? This is how they make the babies. Oh, my gosh. This was a slow jam like yeah, a month the, ago. The turkey's gobbler looks obscene as is. So that's the red thing hanging off their neck. Mm, I don't think so. What are you talking about? We, we already no, had this Not the cloaca. The, the, the gobbler. cloaca. Like anybody. <laughs> in the Mexican city. In the Mexican city. <laughs> cloaca. Oh, man. No, what but look, that? look, Donna. You see the, the little red thing? Yeah. That's uh, their little gobbler thing. The oh, giblets. The, the little... Okay, what's the koaka? That's, I think, a whole different thing. That's I think that's where they come the in. Egg and the oh, it's the vent. Uh, but not the vent. Uh, I think the vent is where the... I don't think the vent 
Can we get a turkey farmer this on the line? This just shows you how little we retain of all the things we talk about every because day on the show. I We've gone over this like nothing. two times on this show, and now none of Are us Are you sure I was here, Kawaka? Yes. I'll pull that one. In the Mexican city of Maybe we'll get Zamboni to pull that up and play it as part of the replay over 4th of July week, and people can hear it like eight times. I, I wonder... Yeah, we for sure talked about this. We can't go through this all again. <laughs> Eggs come out of the vent. Yeah, yeah we talked um, about chickens. I remember that. Yeah, I don't know if we went into turkey sexy time but talk. they have eggs. They must do it the same cloaca style. Well, yeah, I'm just going to look it up. <laughs> don't say that, you pervert. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to look up turkey I want a spelling for video. And I also... Want- I honestly think we've talked cloaca like at least two times for like five, six, seven minutes at a time. And yeah, I think he is right. any of it. Okay, right. so first of all, when these turkeys mate, they put their uh, their full little tail feather back. You know, they, they spread that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they lift it up or whatever. Well, no, no, no. I mean, they, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to type in. Don't say that. No, they put it to display. This is a sign of like they're trying to mate, so they put their feathers up like a like uh, like a peacock would. Okay. All right, and so now they're just walking around. Oh, sweet Jesus! Let's take this line right now. Right now, here comes. Here we go. This is the only call we can take. Here you go. Hi, Guten Tag. You're on the air. Who's this? Hi there, this is Wendy. Are you still uh, looking for a definition for cloaca? <laughs> yes, we are. Yes. We got no closer okay. to it, only yeah, further. So, all right, I own chickens. It's an all-in-one. It's for everything. Okay, for peeing, oh. pooping, okay. um, yes. receiving, and sending and receiving. And, okay, and, and it's also the egg hole. It's everything. <laughs> and, you know, chickens don't go number one or number two. They go number three, which is like a combination. Okay, oh, birds, horrible. too. <laughs> It's kind of mm-hmm. me today. Which is like why bird stuff is like. <laughs> I don't know. We can just call it number three from now on. Yeah, you can. Oh, my Thank gosh. You. Thank you so much for what you do. You bet. You bet. All right. Oh, Bye. And for giving us a new promo. Thank you. Oh, everybody. my gosh. Number three. The whole time this conversation was happening, I am watching a turkey mating video and it is. Horrific. What it's I've a horrific. I want to see it, too. Oh, we got to go. Gosh. I'm going to go watch this video. And right. then uh, we'll come back with, I don't know. Something. Something. We'll find soup. out what the soup of the day number, is. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> order, no, okay, like order, number three. No, oh. never knows. Hey there, it's Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Like I sometimes say, is it kind of weird that I talk every day at this time about end-of-life stuff? Yeah, it's not the kind of conversation you have all the time. But it is a conversation you should have at least once or twice with your family, and I'm glad that both of my parents have talked to me about uh, their wishes for when it's their time to go, and they both choose simple cremation. Uh, My dad's down in Illinois, so he's probably not going to use Crescent Tide, but my mom has made plans to use Crescent Tide. Why? Because they like to keep things simple, transparent, and affordable there. It's just the simple cremation. That's all they do. They used to be in the full-service funeral business, Lisa and Verlin, and then one day they're like, you know what, it just seems like so many people these days, they just want a simple cremation. So let's make it simple, transparent, and affordable. Transparent means if you want to make some upgrades, you want to have a small visitation, you want to have a fancier urn, you can do that, but they'll talk you through it. They're not going to try to trick you. Affordable? How about this? Simple cremation start at just $800. Check them out today, crescenttide.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. 
It's not unsafe. The experience on my talk 1071, privileged and blessed as always to be broadcasting opposite the living legend of Twin Cities Radio, Donna Valentine. Hello, Donna. Nice try. (laughs) You know, I have a list of insults. I'm still keeping track. Today you told me that I would do great working at a scared straight straight program. program. Because of your propensity to... You told me... Negative. Oh. I'll go through the list. Don't worry. We'll do a half-year list. Oh, that'd be nice. We should do a little Christmas in July on this show. Okay. Make it a thing. All right, let's do it. Maybe we could do it like... um, Maybe the final week of July. Mike, we could do Christmas in July Love it. themed uh, college pop culture knowledges. Sounds great. Something like that. That'd be Got fun. It. Awesome. That's fun. All right. Uh, you're my best friend. Uh, Mike, are you stuck working all next week? Yeah, I'll be around. Oh, you will. So, yeah, it's okay. I, it's all good. Aww. He'll Sorry. be handling, what are you guys going to do? Like back stage stuff yeah some random stuff i'll probably get caught up and do a bunch of college pop culture knowledge write some video or some uh some games for oh, yeah, uh, you the next show okay. as well so you could get way plenty ahead of stuff, stuff to get ahead of yes anytime we can have extra time it's a good thing <laughs> yeah when it's every not always like a deadline <laughs> every day that is a, a good way to describe broadcasting yeah. is it's always just daily daily shows of any sort or mm-hmm. just you're, you're always you're constantly under deadline. yep 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 and that's why we forget the crap that we say because we're on to the next presentation tomorrow, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. Immediately, yeah. Got to keep moving. I have a list here, kind of fun, of uh, 10 types of people you see at every barbecue. <laughs> this is fun. All right. First, the person who piles up way too much food on their plate. <laughs> the person who gets their food delivered to them without getting up. Oh, yeah. oh, there's always like, hi, oh, Dave, can I make you a plate? And Dave, the answer is always absolutely. Oh, my gosh, thank you so much. <laughs> but if you can sit and avoid the kitchen butt bumping into each other yeah. traffic jam, absolutely. The drinker who keeps asking if anyone needs another beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I.e., I don't want to be drunk alone. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Come on, man. What are you doing? Let me fill you up. Just like I'll cop Just have it. one. It's the weekend. What? The, let me fill you up. The person who will definitely drop food on the ground at some point. Dogs love that person. Yeah. There's uh, usually a guy who offers unsolicited grilling advice. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, the guy stand around the grill. Do you Guilty. really? Yeah. Like, I take the Tony Soprano role where I just stand there and cook all the food for everybody. And sweat. And sweat. And yeah. the beer in the other hand, it's perfect. Yeah. All right. I like that. But I do like you like it when Soprano guy references. sidles up beside you and says, you know, I actually do something interesting with my burgers. What I do is, do you, do you feel offended when they offer that information? Or are you welcoming? I'll most likely not listen, but oh, okay. I yeah. appreciate the, the It's input. just so funny to me, like how it's almost like a little competitiveness between guys and the other guy will be like, yeah, well, we're not doing that today. Yeah. <laughs> Hot this dogs. Was, this was like, I don't need to get off topic, but I'll come right back, okay? Okay. When I was telling you about the lawn striper, it was kind of funny, but I built this lawn striper kit for my lawnmower. What are you writing down? Lawn striper. Oh, I thought you were keeping track of how many times I've tried to bring up what I made on the <laughs> no, show, because I have brought it up multiple times. But I made this lawn striper, and I go over, and one of the neighbors says, hey, and I was like, oh, let me show you. And they were like, yeah, what were you doing in your garage? And I said, I made this lawn striper. And then they were like... Can you do it? Like, do it right now. I was like, well, Trey's going to do it tomorrow, my, my nephew. But uh, 
They were like, just do it. Just one strip. Let's just see it. And I was like, you know what, guys? I'm out of gas. I went to do it. I'm out of gas. My neighbor's like, I'll go get some. He goes to his garage. Gets some. And we're all standing around. I was like, guys, this is peak suburban You're dad. Being bullied into Well, no, them. no. It was like then they, and then I was hoping it stripes. I really hope it goes back. So it's like whether it's your lawn or your grill, yeah. the others are watching. They want to get involved. Uh, how's your lawn looking, by the way? Is your lawn pretty healthy? Because yeah. I've got lots of bald spots. Yeah, mine's doing place. pretty good. And I had some vole damage. Yeah, me too. Um, over this winter, the worst that we had ever had. And I went and I got, oh, I forget the stuff. It's, you can get it at a big box store. And it was, uh, it's like seed and compost fertilizer all mixed in one. Sprinkle it on. Just keep it well watered. And we have grass now growing in those spots. So I just did that. And then we have sprinklers nice. that run and boom, it's, it's going. Wow. Must be nice. But yeah, I'd love to come over and see your uh, bald lawn. Mm. The person, usually a woman who shows up but doesn't eat anything. Right, these are typical types of 4th of July people. Mm-hmm. The person who won't uh, eat with their hands. They always use utensils. Mm. Then there's the meat eater who's about to try a vegan option and wants everyone to care. <laughs> <laughs> There's a person who shows up with their own chair. Uh, (laughs) The person who wants to take over the music and be the DJ. Yeah, I like those people, though. Produce the moment. If you want to be the perfect guest at your 4th of July barbecue, bring something. Offer to help the host. Before you eat, ask if you can get food for someone else. And before you leave, offer to help clean up. That's always nice. That's very nice. Yeah, it's easy to forget that. But it's always nice when it's like, oh, sweet, now look at the kitchen. Right. Oh, you could go to bed and everything's clean. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's mac and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. In his Jeff Jewett, Brian. Hey, hey, Brian. Hi. How's it going? Uh, happy early 4th of July. Yeah. It's going. What are yeah. you doing? Hot dogs down there? No, we got uh, hot ham and cheese, hot turkey cheese. Oh, Ooh, that sounds that sounds great. good. Pappy, like uh, you that. How about the uh, the bowl of soup today? What, what's our soup of the day? got a little broth base, Donna. Oh. Chicken <laughs> fajita. Ooh. Oh. I'm down for that. I'll come and get that. Totally. That That'll sounds amazing. Great. Now, do you have to work on the um, I work tonight, and then I'm off until Wednesday. Nice. Great. All right. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, you won't see our pretty faces around here anytime Not next soon. week, right? Yeah, Definitely we, not next week. We and got then... best ofs next week, and then Donna and I have a, both have a couple days off the following week. Oh, I'm off that whole wow. week. I'll see you with a long beard in late July. I like it. I like yeah. it. Uh-huh. That's All right. True. Well, don't work Mid-July. too hard. I won't. We'll There's nobody here. How can I? I know, oh, yeah. Exactly. Mail it in. Mail, mail it, it in. Yeah. Mail, mail it, it in. All right. We love done. you. We have to go run a radio show. Bye. bye. Okay, bye. Do we, though? That's Brian from downstairs. Brian, he's great. Uh, thank you to our emailers today, too. Thank you to all of you who called in our prison people at 11 o'clock. That was fascinating. That was pretty, uh, really fascinating. Pretty great. Uh, not thank you to Beverly, who just emailed us 50 Quoaka facts. Yeah, I don't need any of those. Um, I love you. I'm not going to click on that link. I think a kawaka is an animal because the definition of a kawaka in what she sent was 
a four-legged fur-covered animal. Thank you, Jay. That was uh, thank Bradley, you, Bradley who said it's a cloaca. It's a bird butthole. So that's his words. So not, not cloaca. It's cloaca. Oh, uh, well, you've been saying it wrong. I've been trying to Google me? it. Me? I think it was Rocco. I'm looking up cloaco. I was I'm just saying it. how Lou Dobbs said Oaxaca, which was Hasla, the wickedly talented. <laughs> Adele. Oh, how much fun. Mike? Yeah. Good time. Thank you. Thank you. You've outdone yourself once again. We love you, Miguel. Uh, Everybody have a fabulous 4th of July. Uh, We've got a lot of fun shows for you to listen to next week. America. uh, Yeah, America. Happy 4th. (laughs)